All right, John, are you ready to rock and roll? Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where football season is in full swing. But we're still talking about the boys of summer because it's still our favorite gay porn. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels without producer Scott Stafford, but with the future manager of your Colorado Rockies, Reed Marks. And you have John Brady! Hey! Yeah! Uh, we're back! Thank you, thank you. Yes, we're back. South Sands Denver Fancast is back. Uh, had, a, had a week break. It just, just happened that way. It was all right, you know. It, we, we were really rolling there, Colin, so I think that was uh, – we, we had quite a stretch going, so it was okay that we, we took a little uh, respite. Well, it was a crazy week, and I realized midweek that you and I both had – that was our anniversary week. Yes, for, it was. For both of us. So. Yeah, so – With the extra obligations relating to that and whatever else going on, just – yeah, it just didn't – we couldn't make it add up. But now we're back, and we've got uh, we got more fun to, uh, to delve into, including a 4-0 Broncos team. And uh, the Colorado Rockies have finally let go of the greatest manager in the history of the team, uh, Walt Weiss. And uh, I want to welcome back in Reed Marks. Reed, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Yes. How, how have you been, my man? I've been fantastic. Really, truly good. I have just crept back and watched from afar. You haven't been in front of a mic in a while. I have you... not been in front of a microphone. Very, very little Twitter use. Almost as if I was in a lab trying to figure something out. I got you. That's cool. I, I see you pop up every now and then, but it's good to have you back in front of a mic. You and the Honey Bear used to do your show over on Mile High Sports a, a while back. It was probably what? A year oh, or two man. years ago? It's been more than that probably. Three years and... Two, yeah, th- okay. two and a half years at least. And that show had a hell of a following. I mean, I don't know that you were breaking any any ratings records, but hell, no one over there even knows anyway. So, but but you had you had some people that really liked the show. I know you had some really devoted listeners. It was a really fun experience. Uh, but <laughs> as you both know, being in and out of the market at different times, it's a tough, tough, tough experience at the same time. It's a grind because you did it. You did it every night. Ten of the week, to midnight most, yeah. uh, early because I had the NFC and AFC East for the uh, what's that thing? Uh, Cover 32. So, you know, it was home at one up at five. That was a tough, tough life. And then I got then when I was moved to mornings, it just wasn't that much Why, fun anymore night night talk radio is the best and they don't really have it other than like some national shows no, that i don't really care about and i agree and it's different it's a different product because it's so much more collar driven than most yeah. daytime because you're not on as tight an agenda so you're more free to bring the callers in but yeah i mean i think about what i've listened to on the radio at night in my lifetime um, and it's some of my favorite, favorite stuff. And they don't quite have that anymore. I know, I know like, I don't think the fan has anything at night. Um, I don't know what mile high sports has going on, but there was a good run there with like you guys and Spano and a bunch of people being on at night. And it was like, 
something oh, you'd Brian actually Edwards listen to. Brian Edwards and Sean Drotar had they a fun were on, show. Yeah, exactly. That that was uh, that was a little ways back. Uh, but it's great to have you back. And the really well, thanks for having me. Really, the the reason why you're here is that we need to talk some Walt Weiss because uh, I mean, this is the first time I want to make this clear, and I didn't tell you guys beforehand. This is the very first time I have worn a Colorado Rockies anything. Yeah, since two thousand nine. Wow. Today, the very first time. You is you showing your your approval of uh, of getting rid of Walt. Did they get rid of him? Have they ever gotten rid of anyone? <laughs> no. And let's well let's 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 be clear. They they said Walt stepped down. Now, I don't know if you can truly step down when you haven't been been offered anything. Well, apparently from what I heard, he received a memo informing him that there would be a sit-down meeting. In a couple of days. Yeah. And he simply opted not to attend that meeting, having already been told by insiders what it was all about. Well, he knew, but it was kind of like, it's kind of like not being invited to a party and then declaring, I'm not going. You know what I mean? Like, you weren't invited to the party, but you're already going to declare, pre-declare that you're not going. So that's kind of what he did. So he was probably going to be fired. And then he just said, you know what? I'm not. I'm going to step down. Uh, what's the, uh, the the piece with honors the when Nixon was with, withdrawing from Vietnam, right? So that's kind of what he was doing. He was withdrawing with honor because he knew what was going to happen. Because allegedly uh, Jeff Breidich was like, didn't want him and was, was probably going to ax him there. And he had the the i guess the approval of the monforts to do it so it was going that way but he he certainly probably sidestepped it just said i'm out of here but he was there for four years he made uh um what maybe like three and three and a half million dollars over that time he did won, okay. won a That's solid 30 percent, 35 percent of his games now here's oh, the, it was closer to 40. here's the thing everyone's glad he's gone but there's a few people out there and i think they can back it up with stats and and whatever they think it was, they think it was a mis- that was it was a mistake you obviously think it was not a mistake no how how can you just say unequivocally that it is not a mistake it is absolutely not a mistake there is no way in in his tenure as manager, is the product better today than it was at, at the beginning of one, it? One game better than his best. That is, <laughs> therein lies exactly what I'm, the players are better. This was the best pitching staff in the history of the starting yeah. rotation in the history of the Colorado Rockies. You can look at their numbers. Their numbers have always, their wins have always tracked quality starts. It's really simple to see. I don't remember them exactly, but 07 and 09, they were in the 10 to 15 range in baseball and quality starts. This year, they were 12th in baseball and quality starts. They had the highest ERA in baseball. Part of that's a stadium. The bullpen was an abortion from jump. And you're saying abortion like it's a bad thing. <laughs> um, well, it can be a good thing, too. Just not in <laughs> like, this believe game. Believe <laughs> me. In this, in this regard, it's a bad thing. It was. It, it, I think Walt's biggest Achilles heel was that he blew up his bullpens in May. Every single season, yeah. his bullpens were shot. But was that Walt Weiss or was that management telling Walt Weiss not to run the starters to the eighth? Which that's what always amazes did me he, watching these did games. Did he have a mandate on what to do? And get, yeah, a, get a little closer to that. I yeah. don't think he had a mandate. I will say this: baseball's changing. The Royals, especially the last two years, the the starter's job is very quickly becoming throw six innings, and then we have a seventh, an eighth, and a ninth inning guy. Sure. And here's something that I'll give Walt a little credit for: he was on that train. He tried it all four years. 
He really did. Nobody noticed because the bullpen was so inept, but I believe that most of it was he didn't know how to properly use him. Uh, Belial, that guy led the world in appearances, and they wondered why he was awful in July and August. Because he pitched too much. Very, very simply. And I think as a manager, Walt missed the fact that it was his biggest weakness, and he never addressed it. Why? Sorry, John. No, why is it harder on a pitcher? Explain to the fan cast listener to to pitch at this altitude, and by percentage, how much less work would you give one? Oh, well, it's ten percent, maybe fifteen percent. So let, let's just look at it this way: the fastball's the same. There's a little less movement on on straighter pitches here. The difference is your off-speed. In humidity, in heavier air, the ball breaks. 15% from 60 feet away, balls that are moving six, in some cases, six feet from top to bottom, it's a big, huge move. It's a lot different. And it causes the ball to stay up here because guys can't turn that slider over. Turn so that when they, they're over. trying to throw that slider and it's not breaking, it's just hanging there. Listen, right? when Atlanta comes in, they're used to throwing sliders that go from here to here. You know, from wherever to wherever. When they come here, they move 10 to 15% less. Mm, okay. Why is that a bigger disadvantage for us then than it is for the teams that come in? You know, it's interesting. Look at Tyler Chatwood. He led baseball in road ERA. <laughs> he was fantastic. He really was good. The thing is, is I, I, it's been said. You and We've discussed this on a prior podcast, FanCast. The, the state, the field, the surface, too big. Our, it's not that the ball, it's not the home runs that kill you here. It's the bleeders. It, it's the balls that, that are finding holes because the outfield is so expansive. They would be best served turning the turning Coors Field into a true launching pad. The team would be better better off because then they would hit more. The other teams would hit more. But it's like those ones. But that, they'd have the offensive players to out hit the absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then when they go somewhere else, then then it's then it's back to back to evens because then they have a, a regular we, playing field. We have about the largest outfield to cover in in all of baseball, and that is it, over time. It, look at it. It's a game of failure. The very best get on base what three and a half out of ten times. Imagine if just that little bit of square footage. Gave you an extra hit per 20. I mean, you're talking about the reason why guys like DJ LeMahieu, Justin Morneau, have won batting titles and, like, are gone. We have guys that win batting titles and are out of baseball. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And, they... and to me, it's not the altitude nearly as much as the expanse. Well, wasn't the, the Breitage barrier raising those walls, wasn't that supposed to uh, – to, to change that but then it was almost like people were, were hitting it and people were going back to catch it and it hit that wall and bounce off and then and then it'd be like right in the middle of the outfield but no one could get it that, i think that that made absolutely zero sense to me whatsoever it that's where the ball listen it's where the jet stream there has always been if there is one the ball flies out to right center field guess what guys are going to hit it out to right center field whether that catch fence is there or not so did i want to see what the numbers on that because that was supposedly supposed to keep it maybe maybe even the playing field a little bit, but I almost think it created more problems because then people were there were there was people getting on base, getting extra bases because of that. I'm, because I know Trevor Story hitting there twice oh, early yeah. on in the yeah, season. Yeah, I was at a game early on this season when he when he hit that thing, and it was just like ah, dang it. Listen, just to to tie this in a nice neat little bow. The team is truly organizationally looks like it's going in the right direction. But as you said, one win more than when he started. Yeah. I would take next year's team. 
I would take the rotation that's coming. The guys that are on the field for the most part, they're it, it sounds so sad. They're a manager and maybe one or two relievers away. Yeah, absolutely. I've never said this out loud. It, it's hard to even listen to myself because of the disdain I have had for this organization. <laughs> but what? it's because I love the out of you know i just yeah, yeah. yeah it's just what it is well you, you you're, can say fuck i know show. i can it's just <laughs> you're you're involved with baseball you 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 uh you you know you know what you're talking about when we had reno on here a little bit ago and he said he goes they just need to get like a, a reliever they need to get a roldis chapman they need to get somebody like that they need to bring in somebody really good just to just to secure this because that's he felt that's how close they were just like you said it's a place they've never really spent money they've never gone out to no. acquire i guess they got houston street but that was in a pretty big trade they've never gone out and spent money on the bullpen isn't that not kind of backfire though our our, our mutual friend honey bear seems to uh, think that that's not the way to go isn't you don't want to in fantasy you always said don't pay for saves but i think it's in real life too you don't want to like go too crazy because it seems like when teams invest a lot in a closer it, it lately it doesn't seem to have worked out all right so let's not go spend 60 million but what we signed last offseason was jason mott and chad qualls if you were playing roto baseball in 2013 or 12 those would have been really sure. good pickups but that was a joke they spent $10 million on those two guys. Boone Logan, another $10 million. There's three guys, $20 million bucks that you can have and go get me one guy. Sure. And I'll gladly pay the guy $5 million. Yeah. We oh, don't absolutely. need Aroldis Chapman. There are plenty of guys now that throw 100 miles an hour, which you have to. That's just where baseball is. You got to throw 100 or close to it, or you're worthless in baseball. And the Rockies started going that direction a year and a half ago, and it's paying off. And and I think, like you said, they're going in the right direction. I think Brightish has done a pretty good job. But how long have they been going in the right direction? Well, they, they haven't. Not very long. I think it's been a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a like a year. Yeah, it may, maybe maybe that, maybe a little longer than that. But like, they haven't been in the right direction for a long time. They just recently seem to have kind of got it together. Like you said, the pitching was really good. It's funny because most people don't. Uh, don't realize that and i told my i tell my mom who like she she follows the rockies it's one of the things she really follows um she can't stand them she thinks they're you know she's always bitching about them and i t i tell her these pitchers are great no, she, really good she's pitchers. like like who and i'm like jesus john gray is, is phenomenal he's a really good pitcher he's you know? still young but he he's one of those uh two good starts one just total meltdown two good starts a complete meltdown i mean that's he's he's young and, and yeah. he'll get it most of his is commanding the ball you know what I like about him is he looks like one of those San Francisco guys that that'll cut your head off with a fastball. That dude plays D and D. Does he really? Yes. So I, he's I'm not self, surprised. He's a self-proclaimed nerd. All right, well, yeah, he he looks like it. that facial hair, man. That shit's got to go. I, I he got rid of it for a while, and then I was like, I was like, oh, it's back. I'm like, oh man, he looks he looks so much better without that. Um, I I have we got to take our first break, and uh, I, but I have another thing about Walt I want to talk about when we come back, um, and just kind of like going forward and how they think they're gonna how they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go. Um, and then I'm stalling because Colin's getting the getting the baseball tunes going. Hi, Scott. Oh, I can hear it. Wait, I can hear it. There you go. Okay. John Fogarty. Yeah. Um, see, we don't need you, Scott. Uh, but let's take a quick break, and we'll get into talk some more uh, Rockies right after this.
Fudgeting Court. The Rosedale Tavern on the edge of Platt Park at the intersection of Evans and Downing offers a curated whiskey selection, which I know my friend Renna would enjoy, craft beer, which I know John Reedy loves, classic cocktails, and elevated tavern fare featuring oysters, wings, and specialty burgers. And they do mean specialty because you're not going to find their burgers anywhere else. The Rosedale is open daily and offers happy hour every day, 3 to 6, including $1 oysters. And on the weekends, brunch, Saturday and Sunday, please pop by. Treat yourself, treat your family, treat your friends, and tell them the South Stand sent you. It's, it's the questions, questions, huh? It's, it's questions. questions, what? Yeah. We questions, huh? <laughs> questions, huh? Was the biggest win in Denver sports this week the fact that baseball finally ended? With nothing to broadcast until April, will Jenny Kavnar take a part-time job in the sweater department at H&M? Is Drew Goodman looking forward to getting away? From Jeff Hewson. Will Mark Stout follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road? Come on, you guys. Will Jerry Schimmel join his pastor for a little touch em all time? I'll just let that one Toyota sit there. Talk. I like that one. Can we Toyota talk that one? Yeah. Touch em all time. Has Dick Monfort already posted the manager's job to the tack board at church? Does Dick's commitment to winning mean about as much as DJ LeMayhew's batting title? Has John Fox already offered Walt Weiss a job with the Bears? See, they're mediocre, too. Ah, <laughs> no, no, no. Did Aqib Tlaib shoot himself to save white cops the trouble? Yes. <laughs> Was Aqib trying to one-up T.J. Ward? And speaking of T.J. Ward, did the 90-minute weather delay in Tampa make the Broncos miss last call at PT's All Nude? Do they only go there because Prater ruined shotguns for everybody? <laughs> you have questions. We... Have answers. Southstandsdenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since about the time this song came out. He was born in the summer of his 27th year. Just about, right? Coming home that time. to a place he'd never been. Dusseldorf? What's his last name? John. It's like Dusseldorf. It's like Dussel something. Yeah. I'd um, look it up. I wonder if keyed every door means that he got a lot of pussy. Oh, you know he did. Did a lot of boning. Or, which is weird. Free love. Because he was a weird looking dude. But you know he kinda, just got laid all over the place. Kind of, but like every... I think you're overlooking the homosexual tendencies in said song. And this one? Yeah. Ah, uh, this is not gay. Maybe he was the door. Oh. Well. Yeah. That's right. That's what we're living. It's good stuff. Um, I, before I, I want to jump. Scott would never ever play Rocky Mountain. Probably not. I mean, I mean that's just might. the most cliche. You might go for more of a deep cut. Yeah. Like um, Annie's four poster bed or whatever that's called. I don't know what that's Something called. About, Something yeah. like that. <laughs> we don't want to know. Um, I was going to say it, you know, I forget baseball season ends with such a whimper around here that you don't, you don't even realize it. And then 
you know, I, I stopped. Well, they, the bullpen blew a lead on the last day. Yeah, well, so there right. was that. Well, I mean, not there was that not, explosion. Not the spectacular failures that that happened most most times. I'm just saying that I stopped paying attention probably easily a month ago. Maybe no, more. I did too. And you know what was funny was a lot of people kind of reignited their interest for that final weekend back at Coors Field against the Giants because the weather was absolutely stunning. And so people were like, hey, man, we got a weekend yeah. series exactly. at home. Let's, you know, it's the last so let's one. Let's go drink some Let's get out there before, you know, before we come back in April. And that's And the, the girls are still wearing short shorts well, at because that time. The, the, so the, that you, is truly the best part of going to a game. Especially at Coors Field. I mean, uh, the rest of the baseball world can talk their shit about our ballpark, but I'll, took, I'll take the booty I see at mine against any of yours. I'm talking to you, Wrigley. Oh, well, That's absolutely. a fucking dog show there, though. That's a dog show. <laughs> Those are actual baseball people. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. They all you look like that. Reed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Men and women look just like Reed. There's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I the didn't, men, shave. The men. Yeah, I that's didn't okay. shave this morning. Well, no, but see, the, the baseball games, like Root Sports, you bring up the Root crew, it's such a part of, of my life from April through to before Broncos season starts that like I'm like that's what I'm watching all through the summer I'm watching the games and then I you know once they fall off and other stuff starts coming into focus and other sports start firing up then I totally lose track of it so you brought it up that they what they were doing in the offseason I just kind of went oh yeah they they are done and I didn't think of it I didn't think of it that way but yeah they're done and uh, most of them are very good they're good at what they do we all we're all big fans of Kavnar here right you know and uh but uh you know, I think they need to switch some stuff up with them. I think they need to get rid of some of the dead weight and well, they need to I, I, I bring tell some you other what, folks I'll tell you what I would like to see, and I'm interested in your feedback on this thought. A couple of times, uh, middle of the Rocky season, Ka Jenny Kavanaugh did color commentary f with Drew Goodman, and I thought that was fantastic. And she and did the radio, she, too. I believe She did the radio, too. And if I'm not mistaken, and I don't believe I am because I kind of looked into this, Ka Jenny Kavnar, Jennifer Kavnar, Ms. Jennifer Kavnar would be the only female uh, color, analyst. color analyst in all of Major League Baseball. And I believe that would be a lovely feather in the cap of both Root Sports Rocky Mountain and the Colorado Rockies. And I think she does a fabulous job. I, and is far better than Jeff Houston. I, I think dedicated, yes, for Who's one far team. far better than George Frazier. By there's, there's a few women that do – they, they cover some stuff occasionally. Like know, for a national network kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, like ESPN. I know the Yankees have, yes. have oh, one. Yeah, the show. Yes Network. She's yes. – uh, I can't think of her yeah. name. Yeah, she's the Goodness one – Goodness gracious. She's the one when Roger Clemens like, yeah. came out. She's like, He's, oh, my God, <laughs> Roger Clemens is in the dugout. It was just like, Goodness oh gracious, he's in the owner's body. It's it's the worst New York accent ever, but but God bless her. I'm sure she does a great job. But yeah, so like for a team like that, I don't know. Maybe maybe I think it is. But anyway, wouldn't that be like a wouldn't that be a really cool thing for them to do and say, okay, some of you other losers, you can go do some other things here, but have her be in the booth with with uh, Goodman or with one of the radio she guys. She was great. Was she's Goodman. fantastic. And, and Goodman is is uh, I mean I don't love Drew Goodman. But he's excellent at what he does. I can't find any complaint with what he does. When you watch the games on route, and uh, you know you go you go back with Jenny. I know you know yeah, Jenny. Yeah, I love yeah. Jenny. Um, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just not agreeing. Okay, but but when you watch those games, yes, do, do those guys 
suck up to the team way more than they have to. I understand they are the broadcaster for the team and they can't just go off and, and be ridiculous about it. But doesn't it seem like they are polishing the turd way too much? Well, yes, but what if we look at it just a little bit differently? I can't even believe that I'm making excuses. Yeah, for what them. the hell? But what if we just look at it as if the three of us were the ones handling the, you know, the game and, and you two were in the booth it would and be I'm like sitting- a bad episode of mystery science theater. <laughs> yeah, how's it? And I'm down on the field. Wouldn't we want them to win? Wouldn't we want to be f- at a certain point, drew Goodman. I mean, he's friends with these people. How can he criticize them? Especially an organization that has, you know, ownership ties to the media it's really hard this is a friendly place absolutely and i don't expect them to um i don't expect them to be personally critical of be these mark guys. rycroft be be like um scott hastings if the nuggets are playing bad he'll be like oh that was that was really bad he'll he'll say that now he won't say now nah, kenneth Reed fucking sucks ass he won't say that <laughs> but but he will he, he would like to he would like to but he, <laughs> he, would, would, he, he, he won't repeat my tweets yeah on exactly i've shared saying. a beer or two with that guy he oh, would man. love he, to he, fucking he, say he, that. he might want to say that that's the best thing about nba by the way is uh, i can't wait to just tweet nasty things about kenneth <laughs> Well, we'll we'll get to that. But the 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 whole thing is is that they are so non-critical that it, it they then seem to lose credibility because when you're watching an atrocity on the field <laughs> and they're not they're not recognizing the same thing, you're like, "Hey, what what's going on here?" It it really makes them lose credibility. And I know their hands are tied. Yeah. I know it's not their choice. They're they're doing their job, and I'm sure their job is basically like, "Hey, Polish this turd until it fucking Listen, shines. Listen, I've lost my uh, I lost my Rockies media credential more than one time. Uh, hashtagging JV Walter was pretty much the end for for <laughs> my access there. Sure, they're very protective of their house. They really are, and I should be. I'm I'm okay with it's that. It's too much. It really is. I'm not going to disagree. It's too much for them. It's too much. You for can't them. read anything critical in the Denver Post either. It's not possible. Yeah. I mean, you got to go find it. If you really want to know what's happening with that group, you have to go find it because nobody's reporting it. Compare what the Broncos do. Now, the Broncos are, are pretty protective, too, and they're not going to let you get away with too much. Correct. But, but if, you are, if you're being critical in a, in a fair way and you're not being an asshole about it, they they really can't complain. Now they might no. they might they might try to intimidate you. Stick Patrick on you and yeah, they move might, you to the back of the room and yeah. all the other accoutrements they might, used they to have might, are gone. They might do something like that. But if you're being fair, now if you're being unreasonable, then yeah, you're gonna get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But if you're being fair and you're saying, hey, look, you know, this I'm just reporting on this. What are they going to do? Uh, Hockman got into like George George Carl yelled at him one time because Hockman was like basically telling yeah. it like it is, and it's like okay, that's your job, that's what you got to do. Now, obviously, you might run afoul with the organization, but the Rockies are so protective and they they so want a positive thing that I think it's a detriment because everybody that reports on or everyone that covers the team they look they look they look like they're they're hiding something. Patrick Saunders went off on DMAC the other day. I don't know if either of you heard it. No, but this is just the kind of gold we live for. Yes. Uh, it's exactly what you were just saying. Patrick Saunders of the Denver Post, not of the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. And D-Mac's like, so what are they going to do this time? Go look at Regis, you know, the uh, Alan Oh, Dar I did it. You know what? It just so happens I heard this. I and wouldn't say he went off he on was, him. But the, the, the fact that he took he the line he took. He said that's not fair. Yes. That's what he said. Go look at his resume. His resume is far greater. No, hold on a second. It's not. His resume looks like. 
Alan Dars or not even close to. Let me take We're that back. Walt. We're he talking Walt. He wasn't Walt Weiss. Wasn't Regis for a year. He never managed on any level. It's not that he wasn't a baseball guy. What, what, what Saunders said to Dmac was that Walt went there as a community service to yeah, help community the, service to, because somebody because Jenny's dad, Jenny's, and Coach Kavanaugh's dad had just left. Uh, if you believe that, I've got a lot of things in the back of my car. We can talk about selling you after <laughs> the game. This is not how that happened, and there's nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with him i i love the fact that he did coach at the high school level and i promise you there's schools that will be calling him to see if he'll come back and do that he just they tried to you want to talk about polishing a turd they tried to make this guy sound qualified and he was never qualified and for a guy from the denver post to take real issue with that speaks to exactly your point that's why I'd love to be the manager here are you guys kidding me I could do whatever the hell I wanted as long as I said yes to the right people internally and, not, and won enough fucking games. And not run naked on the field covered in blood. The, other than that, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be fine. You could stay here for four years again. at least. Again. I can again. tell you this. If you guys had this fan cast four years from now to discuss my managerial record, we would be far greater than one game better. I would, I would think so. Or there'd be stripper poles and disco balls up top in that rooftop. So how does one campaign to become the manager of the Colorado Rockies. Who do you have to convince? How do you get the meeting? You got to go to the right church first and foremost. Oh, see, and, it's a problem. And check, the, gotta, and check the pin board. You got to check the Christian box, which well, uh, so am I basically, you tear off one of those little, little pieces of paper yes, at the yes. bottom. So are you telling me I'm done? You and I both, Reed. I'm I'm not going to be included either. Okay, so can't you at least pretend? Maybe the way to the job is then. Just wear a cross. That's all you got to do. You say, hey, Jesus was a Jew, right? Hey, come on. We're we're brothers. He's also my homeboy. Maybe the way in is to go as a Jew, not get the role, come back and sue for discrimination. There you go. Come that back. Oh. Lawyers, that, guns, and money. Wait, wait, that now is you straight say, up now you hashtag say. that's so Montfort. That's the kind of shit those motherfuckers do. Wait, hold on. You're saying you go and you, then you then you, then you you don't get it, then you come back. You're resurrected as, as that? Okay. Exactly. I think, I think I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. Hey, we got to get into the second quarter, and I, and I, still, have, I still have more things to say about Walt, but... Um, and of course, you know, Broncos. You can oh, talk yeah, about them on like next oh, year's I, high school prep show. Whatever we, you we, want to do, we, you'll we, be able we'll, to talk about Walt. Yeah, we'll do that. No, I have some specific questions I want to run by you, but uh, let's get into the second half um, right about now. And then, uh, oh, God, the Coors is going down smooth tonight. Let me tell you. Um, oh, there's some tunes. I think we got it. Yeah, well, let's get into the second half. We got some more to talk about. And then we will, of course, talk about your Denver Broncos right after this. Till you changed my mind Love is sent through me and good to you When you were somewhere Somewhere
Colorado, this is David Chemansky for Sportique Scooters, where scooters come from. They can offer scooters for as little as $1,500 and sometimes lower case by case. What's the catch? Drum roll, please. If you don't scoot, you won't save. With many 50cc machines getting over 100 miles to the gallon. And Sportique is Denver's exclusive dealership for the Made in America Gen Z scooter. They're local, and you can visit toll-free at 160 South Broadway. Tell them David Jemanski sent you Sportique, where scooters come from. when it's on uh, uh, actually on the my headphones yeah it's it is it's a little bit better get a little more excited i left mine off <laughs> did you yeah. oh whoops hey uh yeah sports we're back didn't we're, miss talking, we're talking sports sports um Except scott so it, real real quick and now we're in the third and we got to make sure we save enough time to talk about uh, your broncos well and i got a tweet of the week it's starting week, to yeah. get my buzz on oh okay well that's good starting to get my buzz on get your buzz on that's good um so what I wanted to say about Walt, it just kind of, you know, to maybe try to bring this home, it, it is monumental because I honestly thought he was going to stick around. I thought they were just going to keep going with oh, him. Oh, no, I didn't. I, I kind of did. did. Not, I, I did just not. Thought, not for the last nah, several they'll weeks. Never, they'll never move. They'll never move on. But then I, then once they did, I was like, oh, thank God. Um, so what What did – if they get a new guy – and I and if, if, They're going to get a I'm new sorry, guy. When they get a new guy. If they <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, I mean, level? I mean, I mean, if they get somebody good, that's, okay. I think that's what I meant. Fair enough. And, and if like you, Reed Marks, like Reed for Marks. example. If you have some ideas, besides yourself, Reed, if you have some ideas that you think would be a good good person, let me know. But what what kind of improvement will we see? And what what with this talented group and the one game improvement from what he did, I believe in his second seat, I think his second year, he, they improved one game. That was when he had like 74. Now they went to 75. So it'd been two years in between that he couldn't, he couldn't quite muster that. So, I mean, we were on the road to a hundred, a couple oh, of yeah, times yeah, with him. Yeah. Yes. So what do you see as the, if they do improve, what's, what are you going to see improved upon? Like we talked about the bullpen and uh, what will this, what will this new manager, um, wh what will they see that Walt won't and how will they improve it? Well, first of all, there's, there's too many variables to actually say this is where they're going to go because frankly, they could trade cargo this off season and it may not be the worst thing in the world to be sure. really brutally honest. I mean, that's a different conversation. It depends what they get in return, but I think, uh, the new manager's got to be able to do two things. He's got to be able to manage a bullpen, which can be as easy as, as I said, the Kansas City Royals. A guy in the seventh, a guy in the eighth, a guy in the ninth. If you had a lead, those three went. If not, it was three other guys, and that was your role. End of conversation. 
and it it made the starters were more successful because their job was to just go throw six innings. It's not about pitch count for these guys, and it's not about innings. You know, really where it goes bad is the more a guy gets to see you the third time through the order, teams hit 150 points higher. The casual fan doesn't know that per se. It's not that they've thrown 100 pitches. That doesn't mean anything. So if you shrink what the starter is supposed to do and get six and you got a bullpen, you can manage it properly, they have everything in place to win right And that now. seems to be the Rockies' theory. For the most like part. I said, Walt tried it. He tried it. He just didn't have the guys, and the guys he had were over the hill. Well, and- this this is a great point. The people who think that he should have maybe stuck around is they think ah, I didn't really have the guys. Um, and it, you could you could argue that you can say well, some of the guys he had he threw out though. I mean, truthfully, he did. He just didn't manage bullpens well, but he did try. He truly was on the model that some of these guys are using. And then the organization caught up to him because they gave him a bunch of guys who throw in the upper nineties now, which is what you need to be successful in today's game. When I would throw out before he, before he quote stepped down and I wrote a thing about how he shouldn't be back. I, you know, people were kind of like, well, <laughs> so this is your fault. It, jerk. You know, no, jerk. if no, I were Walt Weiss's family, I would come after not, you. Not my fault. Everyone should be celebrating me. And yes, I, I told you should be I, celebrating. I told some people you're welcome when it, when it happened. Uh, so, the the thing was is people the smart ass thing is like well yeah give me a list I'll wait of like people who could fill the role now I don't know enough about the the minor league systems and the people who are the who are the bench coaches uh, bench managers whatever on the other teams do you guys do you have any do you have any any people that you think would be good for the role you know I I don't want to there there's no real names to use I mean Bud Black's names come up a few times sure. and yeah. you know I guess retread fine done a good job but really all I want to see them do is leave the organization. Go hire Go get somebody, somebody else. from somewhere else that has a different perspective, some different ideas. You know they're not going to well, do that. Then, then, then fuck them, and I'll take the <laughs> shirt off, and I'll be done. And that is the inherent problem I have. I promise you, this was a joke they for a really have long a plan. time. No, no, you're right. They and don't, though. They, they have a plan. Their plan is whatever their plan is now till they change it the next time. And they've done it so many times. I, I, I used to joke that I was born for this job, and, I, and I'm on my way. I just started too late and in the wrong place. I am telling you, you can win here with this group right now. I, I could win here with this group now, right and, now. And that's why I think they kept Walt around for a while because he was cheap. He was making he was making like under 700000 and I would be too, yeah. And he was making under $700,000 a year. That's what, that's what he was making. Now, I don't know what that is. Fucking realtors making that. I manage, and I don't know what baseball managers in the, at the highest level are making, but I'm guessing they're making more than that. I guess they're making at least a million on the, on the low oh, end. Oh, absolutely. What's Joe Madden making? Yeah. Uh, t- like $10 million a year Four or something? Four or five million yeah, something like that. So um, they, he was cheap, and they could keep him around. And then now I think they went, okay, going nowhere with him. And they got the sense the fan base was kind of getting no, off. No, they, but they got the, they got the sense <laughs> they got the sense <laughs> that what the that fan we base. were all at the Broncos game. No, hold on though. They got the sense that they had a great. They have a pretty good team now, and they went, "Hey, if we don't shake this up now, then we're gonna we're gonna lose this momentum." And the whole thing with just change of change a breath of fresh air in there with these guys. These guys might just they get somebody else in here who seems motivated. It worked with Jim Tracy and Clint Hurdle. It exactly, worked it did. It worked. Fine. And it might be just. 
just that little bit of thing. Look at what the Avs did. Today, there was a quote that came out, and um, the, the BSN Avalanche uh, had a quote about it. Uh, Matt Duchesne had said, he, he said, oh, yeah, I haven't, because he hasn't been back from, he's came back from the, uh, world, the, the, world, the world Cup. Yeah, the World Championships. He um he said yeah I haven't had much time to you know work the coach but he seems great you know everything seems to be going a little you know better and then he said something to the effect that yeah it's great you know if you miss a pass you know that you know, somebody's not going to be staring you down when you come back to the bench and I was like oh okay so breath of fresh air they're going to get somebody else in here to kind of shake things up and I'm not saying Walt was a totalitarian like probably Patrick Wall was but those guys know next season that they're going to have a totally different guy it's going to be a new it's going to be a new thing. It's going to change the whole dynamic. They're going to know that they have a, at least a chance to win, right? They're going to go into it and go, well, we're not doomed. Unless they just go to Albuquerque and hire Glenn Allen Hill. Which, which is, is what they're going to do. Well, then there's I can no, almost fucking guarantee that's no, what they're going to do. There's no breath as of fresh air. As soon as I heard it's his name. It's just recycled blowhard. As soon as bullshit. I heard his name come up, I went. That's their hire. Granted, but there's a couple other people, and I'd just be parroting what, what smarter people, smarter baseball people than me are saying. But As am I right now. Yeah, yeah. No, no but there's a guy, um, the guy that's uh, the San, he's like San Francisco, um, uh, uh, one, of, one of the coaches there. Um, it, when Bud you're, Black When is you're the not name the manager, you're a coach, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, yeah. Okay. Bench I coach, saying, hitting coach, I keep saying coach. bench coach, and it sounded weird because nope, everyone's the manager. that's the right yeah. deal. Except Tommy the manager, Runnels the manager would be your bench coach here. Tommy Runnels. Exactly. He could stay as my bench coach. And they could probably keep some of these guys, but I think with Breidich, and I think he is a smart dude, and I think he wants, he wants, he wants to be successful. Somebody said to me, they go, it's ridiculous the notion that the Monfords don't want to succeed, and I agree because they know that if they were in the playoffs right now, that's money in the bank baby that's so much mo more money so they can make. much money that's so much Dude, more money think about the oh money oh my god if they had a playoff series if they were starting a playoff series this like tonight oh, was oh. it was the best time of my entire life i think was the was oh, october it was awesome I mean, leaving your house in the morning was something that i was excited to do because the energy was just amazing and every it just those motherfuckers don't care. I think no, I, I don't I don't think they I, I know they care. I just think they're dumb. They're they dumb and they don't what? understand. You're right. How about this? They spend about a hundred million a year at the end of the day. You're gonna tell me you can't spend a hundred million dollars a year in a little bit better way and actually win? And that's why I think where Breidich comes in, because I think he's smart, he knows what he's doing, and I think they're gonna slowly but surely relinquish some of the power to him and say, look, just make it fucking All right, happen. so how about this? I'll go two ways with it, and and we've discussed it. I've discussed it with anybody who listened. Kelly McGregor, when he was alive, they were in the right direction with a good core, and they were winning. Sure. And he left, and they never hired anybody. That's part one, number one. Part number two, why is Breidich all of a sudden on the right track? Is he smarter than the two guys before him that he worked for? He could be, and I'm asking because I'm, I'm not hearing no. his, his his answers to the interview questions at post Weiss were beyond dissatisfying. Well, he plus, sounded like a fucking idiot. Then they attacked him, you know, in the media. Well, Walt Weiss had problems with Jeff Brights. That's not true. I I don't believe that for a second. I know he had not problems. He yeah, probably Walt wanted to get. They he wanted disagreed. To, yeah. Listen, that, you don't think that that Joe Madden would like you know Theo Epstein to get rid of somebody from time sure. to time? They asked him on the on the radio, "What type of manager are you going to be looking for?" 
And he said, that, oh, we can't tip our hat. We can't tip our hat because there's so much competition for third-tier high school coaches. I mean, well, really, why, are well, you why joking? Why don't you just say, we just said, we want one that's going to win some games. We, we, <laughs> yeah. He is the worst salesman in the world, and that was he the point. Hey, but he doesn't, ha he doesn't have to be a salesman. He has to know. No, he does because he, he has to sell more season tickets. No, he has, he has to look at players and go, this guy is who we want to get because he's going to be good for the team. He doesn't have to sit there and kiss D-Max ass or whatever. That's not well, his, and, and that's the, not his job. I would handle the media him, in a really delicate yet pretty blunt go fuck yourself way. I would be, be fantastic. There is nothing so I'm gonna, I am I'm gonna all ask you, I'm, I'm going to ask you right now. They, uh, they, as manager of the Colorado yes, Rockies. Sir. Um uh let me let me ask you this. Uh how how are you mismanaging the bullpen? And, uh, and I mean, why, why aren't you getting a better performance out of the bullpen here in Colorado? Well, well, Colin, as Jim Tracy, that was one of his very good touches. He, he always, always said your name. Always. And I thought that was fantastic. Well, Colin, I mean, the truth is, is, is with my background, which wasn't quite nearly, isn't as totally advanced as uh, Walt Weiss, because in high school you play seven innings, and at the level I coach – you only play six, so it's going to take me oh, a little bit of time. Yeah, I it's going to take me a minute to learn how to manage a bullpen in the seventh, eighth, and ninth because I don't have a lot of experience with it. <laughs> Did they really? Uh, wait, uh, wait, high school uh, only goes seven innings? High school goes seven. Is that why he was so terrible at the end of games? <laughs> like Did, I said, am I just realizing this? One more time, I mentioned it earlier. What made him dangerous was that he never realized that he was really bad at it. I was straight honest with you. I've wow. never managed the seventh through the ninth before. But I'll fucking figure it out. Yeah, I figure it out. You know. Tell um, me that gets that, that. That's what the organization wants. That gets you on Sports Center when you're 30 games under 500. Is when the manager actually admits that he had never managed an eighth or ninth inning in his life. Imagine if Walt Weiss would have actually said that one night. That's kind of like uh, Gary Johnson just said. Um, uh, you know, the fact that I can't find countries on a map makes it okay because we won't invade them. You can't start wars <laughs> in places you can't whoa, find. Whoa, what really? Yeah. What? Oh, holy shit! Okay. Dude, you know, just as a quick aside, I that bummed me. The, the whole thing with Gary Johnson bummed me out so badly because I was so looking for something out there that isn't and what's out there he's, isn't a, what he's a out there he's a weirdo and then i had to cope with that that's I was just not like good. oh fuck i mean i knew he was a stoner and i kind of liked that about no, him he's, he, he's he was a pro weed guy, that's not about he, guy. he was interviewed by somebody like kyle clark or somebody here and they were like do you think that um he said something like do you think like you know that this this whatever left you at a disadvantage and he's like you think do you think <laughs> and he started kind of like bugging eye bug eyed out and i was like i was like oh oh no 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 this guy that, no no don't do that and i was like i felt bad for him i was like it's guys on uppers yeah i was like i was like no no don't do this you're you're totally like people were just like turn the tv off it's just unfortunate but yeah it's a shame yeah it's a shame anyway so um I, I hope they figure it out. I do think I think Breidich is smart. Uh, the, go outside the organization. Go, yeah, exactly. Truly. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'd yeah. like Who to see. Who would you hire? Who would you hire? Say it right now. Say it right now. I don't. I don't have a name. But I don't know enough why people don't, outside the organization. Listen. Why don't you hire people from successful yes. organizations? That's it. That's exactly. Listen. It. Walt Jockety won in St. Louis, and then he went. You know, or in Cincinnati, he went to St. Louis. That guy wins everywhere he goes. Bruce Bochy finds a way, to, you know, as a manager, wins everywhere he goes. Madden won in Tampa with no payroll, nothing. Larusa won. If you can win, you can win. Go you, hire somebody if you don't want to spend the five million dollars a year. 
Hire the guy who was with him for a while. It's just, does Joe Girardi have a gig right now? I, I think he's still the Yankees manager, isn't he? Yeah. Let's again. Like, let's. You know what? Maybe we'll bring in Ellis Burks, Dante Bichette. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no, let's no, just no, get no, the no, band back do. together. Let's not do that. But that's a great idea. That's something the Moffats would be like. Oh, we they could do concerts the on Sundays. Tried it. Well, the, the thing, Broncos they, they, did hey, it. You look, look at look at NFL teams. What they do is that you get a successful coach, they win a Super Bowl, and then they hire everybody away. Doesn't always work out because you look at. Uh, Adam Gase, um, the dude in um, in San Diego. You look at Jeff Del Rio. Um, Jeff Del Rio? Jack. Jack, Jack Del Rio. So all those I like guys. Jeff Del Rio. I think ba- honestly, though, I do think baseball is different. The reason yeah. I say that is the lineage, the, the coaching trees don't branch like they do in football because there's less coaches. Yeah. You know, you can go be – a coordinator on you know at another organization starting from you know uh, what's the guy marucci uh on nfl Steve networks mariucci yeah. he was the quarterback's coach under bill walsh so he's on bill sure. walsh's tree and he's on holmgren's tree which makes him on andy reed's tree baseball's a lot tighter wound uh deal there are people that don't work in your organization you don't have to be afraid of them if you go and look at the Cubs and you say, hey, Joe Madden's guy has been with him when he was in Tampa and this dude, or I don't know, whatever, and he's he's this guy's good. He's been with him all the time. He's learned under him. He knows how to win. You go hire that guy. The, and and that's that what they haven't done. And what's interesting is, is, and the Cubs are a great example. There are two prominent high school Colorado kids who work on that staff. And it, it, he's off the, the wall but at the end of the day, the guys will do whatever he asks them to do. Yep. Now, I dislike the Cubs. I hope they lose. Me too. I mean, the, can you imagine the fans uh, and how oh many of them? It's going to be awful. It'll be terrible. Can so, you imagine? Hold on. Imagine this. A Red Sox-Cubs oh, World Series. Uh, well, one of them has to lose, though. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's it'd just be so awful. But anyways, I mean, what, they, what they've done is pretty amazing. No question about it. It's absolutely, amazing. but they got they have to tap into that. I think they got to tap into I don't, that success. I, I, I want them to lose miserably, like yeah. in an awful way, like a syphilis type yeah, of way. Yeah. I mean, oh, like, I, whatever yeah. that equates to. Kind of like, uh, kind of like, uh, uh, who lost last night to the Blue Jays? Uh, the the Orioles. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, Ubaldo. I want to I want like a, a blimp to crash into the stadium. That's what I want. <laughs> the, the, the whole thing go up. Um, Let's talk Broncos. Yeah, we're gonna talk Broncos after this uh, break, and we're gonna we're gonna bring it on home after that. So uh, we'll take a quick one. Just Be right like back. children sleeping, we can dream this night away. But now it's getting late And the moon is rising high We know where the music's playing Let's go
Are you looking for a completely unique shopping experience in the Denver area? If you happen to be downtown, stop by Mutiny Information Cafe right at Broadway in Ellsworth. It's a used bookstore. It's a coffee shop. It's a comic book store. It's a record store. There's pins, patches, t-shirts, anything you want. Gifts, great place to head for gifts. And they put ice cubes in your coffee that are made out of coffee. So when your ice melts, it doesn't water your iced coffee down. No cooler place. There's no more uniquely Denver place. Then Mutiny Information Cafe. Tell them the South Stand sent you. Summer has come and passed. The innocent can never last. Wake me up when September ends. Scott might find that a little bit too obvious. On the nose. Well, you know, it is the it is the beginning of October song. You know, it is. It's the fifth. I couldn't believe that. I was like already like. It's a chunk of October is gone. It really, it really. Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about the fucking holidays. Oh, there's. You know, I hate, I hate it. The holidays. Why? Uh, I'm a summer guy. I guess I just. I am too. Christmas to me is more of a obligation. Christmas to me is Chinese food. Uh, (laughs) That is true. See, I wish I was one of those. (laughs) And at least for a while. You know what? I (laughs) can I just be one of you people (laughs) for a month. I want to be one of you guys for Christmas. (laughs) 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 Mommy, mommy, can I be a Jew for Christmas? I uh, I would love that. That's I always thought. You know, like you know when you when I learned for the first time that that uh, Jewish people eat Chinese food for Christmas, I thought that sounds fucking awesome. You know what? That sounds great. Fuck it. I'd say I say uh, atheists can too. Yeah, you I, can I, do whatever you want. I actually told my parents uh, Rosh Hashanah was Monday. Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, I thought that was Lashana Tova. Lashana Tova. Okay. Uh, so I said to my parents, Lashana Tova like, is this hot black chick that works down <laughs> at the nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. Uh, I heard. Yeah. So I, I, I think said, Matt Prater knows her. I was like, you know, guys, I won't be here next year in Rosh Hashanah. They said, why? Well, I said, I'll be getting the re- the Rockies of my my squad ready for the wild card. Oh game. yeah, yeah. You'll be too busy. I'll be busy getting us ready for the wild card game. Can you imagine just how much fun Coors Field at uh, tonight? Like we, like they got going oh, on. Dude, are you kidding me? Right now in Lodo? Could you even fathom? Oh, we, we, we would be there right now. We would be there. We'd we knew be, we would, certainly we would have tried to have been there. there. I mean, I know you'd be there. If I, I were the manager, the you would both station. be there. How about <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Bench coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I or something or something. Maybe we, not. We'd maybe be holding not, the bench down. That's what. Not. That's what our role. We'll find you a bench to hold down. That's awesome. A good one. It right. may be covered from the elements because October, November baseball in Colorado. Yeah, like there was what, nothing what you, better. What nothing. do you think about? What do you think about a one hundred? And I know we're supposed to talk Broncos. We're going yeah. to. That's what our listeners really are I interested know. We've in. We just wasted but, uh, everybody's time. <laughs> you wasted the good no, show on not, me but now again. We don't, to, we don't have to talk Rockies again for like <laughs> no, probably ever. months. So <laughs> unless they hire me, and you guys That's will be right. like, we were there. Would you shorten <laughs> the MLB season? No, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. Oh, it's oh, it's a on. grind. How about this? How about shorten? Why should it not end before the NBA? How about this this is this would be this would be my recommendation how about shorten the season because they have no off days i mean they're really at the end of the, there's like 22 days yeah. from the beginning to the end 
How about this? How about shorten spring training, which is mostly a waste of time, and like just start then and keep it till as it goes now and actually give some time off in between. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't work for for MLB because they want a constant product being tried out. They don't want a big. But gap. they would be. We would just uh, you know you you'd actually get a day off a week as a player. That's fine. I I just You're think, like fuck those guys. Yeah, I, I think they should shave off two weeks at the end, two weeks at the beginning. All right, so you're getting rid of 25 games. Yeah. Okay. So you're getting real. I think 140 games is beautiful. Well, well, think about it. Think about how many games that get canceled at the beginning because of the weather. Yes. And And at the end. And then at the end, some of them get canceled. Delayed. They get all kinds of delays. When when they had the when the World Series, the first World Series game, I mentioned this the other week. First World Series game that happened in Denver. It was cold as shit. It was awful. What's that? The only World Series game. Well, it was there was two. Yeah. The only first World Series. The only first World Series game that's been. It was cold as shit and it was miserable. And I was just like, because this is late October, and it was just like. this is awful. They, they should be they should be getting to the World Series right about now when right. everything's still All cooling right. down. I, I can get there. You know, honestly, it really makes no matter to me. I just want to see a team here that just competes. And I think you will. I mean, then there's the Broncos. And then there's Wait, the Broncos. Who just compete. Hey, well, listen, as of now, we'll talk Broncos. Don't you have a quick t- tweet of the week? I to, do. Uh, to do. I Let's do, do that. Then we'll tweep. then we'll do some Broncos. Tweet, 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 tweet. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I've you know, and, and with headlines, the yard lines, I haven't been able to get to the tweet ah, yeah, of the week yeah. lately, um, and so I've actually hung on to this one for a few weeks because I really enjoy it. Um, this is our tweet of the week this week is the underscore Helen Keller. <laughs> oh, and uh, these are tweets. It, it, let's say Helen Keller were still alive and she had a braille keyboard and she could tweet. This is what she might say. Um, and you can follow at the underscore Helen Keller. I'll bet my parents never sang me happy birthday. <laughs> I don't know what you look like, but happy Father's Day. Enjoy your fireworks, asshole. <laughs> I am mostly attracted to boys that smell good. <laughs> my parents punish me by rearranging the furniture. That's awful. <laughs> I haven't found a single goddamn Pokemon. You know what's worse than Monday? Stairs. <laughs> the grass is greener on the other side. What is green? Haters going to hate. Just pretend you can't see them or hear them or don't pretend. <laughs> Apparently shrooms make you see stuff. I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> People think I get offended by Helen Keller jokes, but I've never heard one. My favorite color is Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite candy is Skittles. I can taste the rainbow. <laughs> oh. I can't find my dog. If you see him, his name is... <laughs> <laughs> Roses are black. Violets are black. Everything's black. This is awful. Nah. I what, what, what does Helen Keller think when she reads that? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Helen Keller. Poor blind and deaf girls everywhere. Yeah. Oh, but they couldn't. You, they couldn't. You, you couldn't read it to them. <laughs> That's the joke. That's the joke. Yeah. Did it, did yeah. Sh- um, yeah. Exactly. Uh, good stuff. Tweet for the. No, week. it's it's fantastic. Um, that was something. Twitter. Twitter's always love a, horrible thing. Twitter's you know, always a good. Source I got myself in trouble this week. Oh. Before we get to Broncos, I got myself in trouble this week. Shocking. Um, I said. Um, uh, first, I said. I feel. I almost feel badly for Philip Rivers. No, I'm just kidding. I wish he would die. 
Ooh. And I just, and I got all this crap from Chargers fans saying I was classless because I was wishing death on their quarterback. And I was like, really, it's just comedy. Um, I was just kidding. It's called it's figure okay. of speech. So, but then, like, I wasn't really in enough trouble. I tweeted to my I tweeted, um, I am getting a lot of flack for saying I wish Philip Rivers was dead. Sorry, I was going to say Junior Seau, but. <laughs> If you didn't hate me the first yeah. time. Well, so San Diego Chargers fans are not high on us. Sometimes um, you have to double down. When when you've already when you've already dug a hole, you got you just got to dig a little further. Exactly. And the then old, just it just old, totally disappeared. That, Woody Page the the Jagoffs thing. Do you remember that way back yeah, in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. He did. He just was like, "You know what? Screw you guys." Yeah. Jacksonville's like freaking cow town and he just was like, "Fine, I'll own this." Oh yeah, he called didn't he call him J- the Jagoffs? The yeah. Jagoffs. Yeah, if you if you back down at some point, then then you're going to have nothing but people in yeah. your mentions just going, "Yeah, I told you." You know, so you just have to you have so just you just got to dig in. Just damn those charges. Just, just dig in. And you know what? It's kind of one of those things. It's like if um, it, if I see something that that's really pisses me off, my maybe my reaction five years ago would be to freak out and talk about it. Now I just uh, well, for the most part, I just I just don't even they just don't even comment. They if they, no one commented on that and just let it go, then that's that would that end would be, of story. That would be end of story. It'd be far more of a statement than someone going, "How can you say this? This is terrible." It's you taken know I mean? me almost forty years to get to that. It's point. hard. It's hard to realize that, but uh, sometimes sometimes I still do react. But anything like that, I just go, "Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna react to this jag off." You so know? how are you reacting to your four and zero Broncos? I mean, what do we think at this Ooh. point? Um, um, I think good things. I, I want to share. I want to share a thought. You guys give me your feedback on this one thing. Um, uh, so Paxton Lynch comes in in the third quarter for Trevor Simeon. Co- quarterback uh, controversy. No, I saw the same quarterback. Did you guys not see the uh, same he, quarterback? He, he moves better. Like I, I, he moves yeah, better. Yeah, it's a different. He's a different quarterback. Yeah, he, he moves. I he's, saw the same. He's, he's, I saw the exact same for plays. Big, no, for it was same play, sure, but for a big guy, he's silky smooth. Yeah, yeah. I agree. He's good. Good hips is I yeah, think what they would he's say got good about wiggle. that guy. He's Definitely. got some wiggle. No, I I think he moves better than Simeon does. Simeon seems a little more statuesque. I know he can he can run a little bit too, but um, Lynch seemed to be a little slipperier. I think I think he. I also, I, I, in flying in the face of my own point, I actually did notice. I think, <laughs> si- I think uh, Lynch's ball wobbles a little more. I yeah, think you get yeah, a, ni- yeah. a, a nice crisp ball from that Simeon. Simeon throws a nice ball. I think Lynch is a little wobbler, but uh, isn't know, it fucking nuts that we have these two guys and great. they're playing well? It's I mean, fantastic. it's fucking stupid. They're playing better than Cam Newton's playing right now. Well, yeah, pretty much. And and you know, Lynch has playing better than everybody except. Matt Ryan, who we get to see this week. Which, you know what? All that aside, Matt Ryan should, probably should be better, right? He's uh, in the he league be. eight, nine years. Yep. I, I, we were talking before we were recording. I think Trevor Simeon, to me, and it's almost sacrilege. I think he looks like Tom Brady, and I thought so me too. really, really quick. So, yeah, pa- uh, pa- uh, Paxton Lynch will look more athletic because Tom Brady's not very athletic. He just bangs supermodels and mm. cashes stacks. God bless you, so handsome Tom. So if Trevor Tom. Simeon has any He's got part a Brady-like that, story, too. It's, it's almost identical. Kind of overlooked, uh, pretty decent college guy. He just kind of comes in, does what he does. Unfortunately, Gary Kubiak still... In my opinion, runs you know plays nineteen ninety five football. It is yeah, you're, it's true. It is kind of like that. But 
I, I think that is more last year. I kind of saw that more than I do this year. And I don't know if it's just working better than it did last year, but last year was very frustrating. Cough, seemed like, cough, pain, man. It yeah. seemed like cough. stuff just didn't really, wasn't no, really it working. No, it never really happened. But, and you're right. It does look a little bit more smooth, but I'm sorry. I just kind of have a man crush on Trevor Simeon. It, I, it's just kind of what it is. We were, we were talking, I and, do too. we were talking and saying, you know, God, I didn't, you know, he, didn't think he'd be this good and he certainly he certainly looks good i don't know if he's gonna play this week uh it, i'm not sure if he's been practicing i think he's pretty doubtful right he's now. pretty doubtful because i i think and the thing is is like why do you want to play and if you don't play him this week you don't play him the following thursday against san diego yeah, either. Just, you know i think this is one of those if he's ready to go he goes if he doesn't you he's hold off him for a games. few weeks yeah yeah but listen I, you're 4-0 you actually can afford to not to get lose, lose to the chargers you cannot <laughs> yeah, afford that you, ever no, you can't lose to the chargers no, lose to Atlanta. Is okay. Junior Seau on the D? Is he going to play that night? I don't think <laughs> oh. so. No. <laughs> don't think no, he's he had a little accident. Um, or I, maybe it wasn't is he, an accident. Is he in concussion protocol by any chance? Mm, pretty much. That's pretty <laughs> His much brain it. brain is. <laughs> I, I think that they look fantastic. I think I think everybody, everyone who's a fan was like, oh, no, they're going to be they're gonna be better than everyone thinks they are. No one, I think, expected him to be this good because um, they, they look fantastic. I thought they could at least – I don't know what our, what our records were we they, picked. Against Tampa Bay, it was like the biggest no-doubter of the week in the NFL. Yeah, yeah Vegas, had that thing, Vegas had that thing at a field goal. That was scared me because Vegas typically doesn't miss that badly. Oh, my God. They just crazy asses. And how weird was that fucking 90-minute delay? Well, they had one the week before. Yeah. The same same uh, same stadium. That was a strange deal. You, that that couldn't have sat well. They got Broncos. a hurricane coming this weekend. Yeah, I know. So well, I, that, hey, there's a the thing. I was thinking that's supposed to move through before the games, right? Yeah, Cause, Friday. Because I've got some dolphins. I need to make sure get some points for me this weekend. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. We're going to talk about that in the fantasy life a little later, aren't we? So um, I think they're doing great, and uh, you know, obviously a four and you know, shows that. But I think they're doing far better than than we expected, and I, the defense looks looks phenomenal. They seem to start a little slow. the The D's a little soft, Colin, when the when the game starts. But then it then it then it stiffens. Then it stiffens. And by the end, it's covered in blue purple veins. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so veiny. It, it does do that, though. They seem to give up, like they gave up a rushing touchdown right away to Cincinnati, and after that, they just locked them down. AJ Green didn't have much. Um, they, what they, is that? Why they do that? Yeah, what do you think that is? I don't know if it's just they're just not – they just are – I don't think it's they're not prepared. I think they're prepared, but I think that whatever they throw at them that they, they have to adjust to. And Here's what I think. And they slowly adjust by I think the second half. I think they're better athletes than the opponent, and that sh- that manifests itself more as the game goes on. All right, well, then, then let me just ask this now because we neither of you think it's coaching. No. Well, oh no, I I think I I it, dude, I'm a huge Kubiak guy. Huge Kubiak. Well, you're talking defense. In, in that yeah, in that case it would be Wade Phillips cuz we talk I, I mean I've mentioned it. He, who would have ever thought that guy would be the most popular man it's in crazy. Denver? It's crazy. He's the most popular he truly guy is. in Denver. People love him. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I cruise through Twitter and I see Patrick Smythe Denver Broncos even the occasional John Elway Son of bum! I'm like, what's up? Yeah, let's see what's what he's up to. What's this guy got going for us today? Well, he's just cool. He's cool. He's like you had to be like like bad grandpa to be cool. <laughs> well, he's doing a hell of a job, and he's obviously coaching the best defense that we've seen in in many many years. And part of what I think I think we all love about Wade is is he's got a bit of an aw shucks presence, and he's been a fuck up in the past, and so have all of us. 
And he was a terrible head coach. Terrible. Um, he's, but he's been a he's, he's been, been a, a great, good, to great defensive coordinator. And his career is peaking at whatever. At he the is time, 16, he's going to die of cardiac arrest yes. because he's a thousand fucking pounds overweight. This is awful. Somebody get that guy a salad. <laughs> well, he's going to be the Browns. Or some head coach cocaine next year, or so. something. Get that man some cocaine. Careful, careful. Don't don't, don't bang heart. on the table. I we don't have know a about the heart at this point. I don't um, think you can handle it. Well, I, I I think they're doing a bang up job, and I and I I only assume it's going to get better. But I noticed that. Do you think that Atlanta beats them? Because I kind of do. No, I don't think so. No, no, no. I, it's the Denver Broncos and thirty-one other teams. I, I'm sorry. There's this, yeah. The 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 the. You're the, no homer. No, but I'm not. I, I know. I, just, I know. That's what I'm saying. You're no that homer. good. They are that they are, good. They are that good. And I think the Falcons look. They look. They look great. Um, but who they beat last week? They beat the Panthers, who the who the Broncos manhandled. Uh, they threw for over 500 yards. That that was a little concerning. Yet this, our pass defense has given up nothing. They've allowed nothing to anyone. AJ Green went from nothing really when they played the Broncos, and the next week he he racked it up. Yeah, he racked the, it up. The well, next we're about week. to face a wide Julio receiver Jones. who had 300 yes. yards. Here's the thing about Julio Jones. Akeem Talib's got to follow that dude around because oh, yeah, Chris yeah, yeah. Harris is knee high to a grasshopper. Yeah. he should talking. shoot. Him right in the leg. <laughs> they, um, Julio Jones also had one catch for like uh, nine yards the week before. So don't forget that. Julio Jones is extremely boomer bust. Now, when he booms, he's phenomenal and he's one of the best in the game. But when As he busts, is Tlaib. No, Tlaib better <laughs> off not booming. Yeah, don't boom, Tlaib. Um, I don't know, man. I think, um, I think it's going to be, I think it'll probably be close. It'll probably be closer than most games that we've seen the last couple weeks. But um, I don't see why they can't win. I don't see why the there's Broncos a, can't win. The, the thing I keep observing about the Broncos. And God, I'm so you know I'm such a cynical old bastard that like there's this innate instinct to want to write them off every fucking week. I don't know why, but the thing I keep seeing is that the games can be in question. It wasn't this week, but the first three weeks it was. The games are in question early in the fourth, and you are not even the least bit worried. No, they close the show. They there is no these doubt. Yeah, yeah. They these guys close the show. I was nervous when they played the Panthers because it was a tight game and they won on a missed field goal, which should never they should never been in the place to kick the field goal to begin with. But I was nervous then, but you're right, I hadn't been nervous. Since. At that point, though, from that point, I think they just they got this almost air about them, with which was no that guy missed that. We're not losing. I mean, yeah. that's that, and yep. you start getting the ball rolling downhill. And that thing starts rolling downhill really, really quickly. Confidence is a big thing. And oh, if, God. And if, that team's, that's not confidence. That's swag yeah, is what they is. got there. Definitely. It's good stuff. We got to get out of here. We got we to gotta close this show out. And so you're saying time, I, I, I am is not on our side. Time is not on our side. But, but we got our Broncos talking. I, I, I am. But, but it was no. It was, I'm sorry I ruined your Black no, Panther party. No, no, no. You, you. I wanted to know. I wanted to know about Walt. I wanted to talk about Walt. Well, I'll, we're gonna. I'll come back next spring, and we'll do this again, and we'll okay. see. We'll see if uh, we think they're on the right track. If I'm the manager, I will do my very oh, yeah. first media. We're piece gonna work with on this. you guys. Hashtag read for Rockies. Read for read I, for Rockies. Here's read the deal. For Rockies. If he's the manager. I'm going to get to sit on the club level naked. Yes. And they can't do a goddamn thing about it. Goddamn right. I'm just right. going to strip my clothes and I'm going to sit down naked. And then they're going to go, oh, no, he's he's with the manager. Absolutely. And I will stand up for the national anthem. You're goddamn with right. My, with, you I, I will salute with one hand and my cock in the other hand <laughs> while the national anthem is Fuck going you, on. Colin Kaepernick. Absolutely. Try this shit on. I'll, I'll be jacking it to the national anthem. I love it so much. 
Well, Reed, it's been great to it's great for to having have you. Yeah, it's awesome to reunite with you. Um, tell everybody where they can find you real quick. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Reed Marks. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. I it's like pop easy. up from time to time. The buffs, they're pretty good now. So, you know, they're uh, back. I, I stay quiet. I don't know anything other yeah. than I like watching them play. And right, they win. Cool. And otherwise, uh, you know, that's about that. I got you. It's good stuff. Well, thanks for coming in, buddy. Thanks for having me. Hey, until uh, next time, this is the South Stands Denver VanCast. Can't hear myself talk. There we go. Uh, South Stands Denver FanCast. We'll get back to you real soon. Hopefully, another five a five and zero show coming your way. Knock on wood. Uh, adios. We love you, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> levels i should i should consider those let's see that is that hello is i'm starting to understand understand the fuck you scott stuff yeah <laughs> you guys just sit the fuck down and go all right scott let's go well he'll, he'll take it a 45 minutes to get it set up and then we'll be ready to go yeah, but and talk about some inane shit but now you're not coming through what i hear you fine what that's better but it's okay, not that's me there so that's I'd say, you know, I think you, all of these... You don't need to be too high, because you'll... I'm already too high. <laughs> You're already high. But... I'm already high. Um, okay. Uh, Reed, talk real quick for what, us. What is it that you would like me to say? I think that's good. He's a little down. He's a little down. Okay, he is this one. I just, yeah. So try it again. I'm just so quiet. Yeah. It's all right. I, th I think it'll be fine once everyone gets talking and animated, so... Yeah.
I think we're fine. I'm I'm ready when you are. All right, let me take a big drink of this beer because my mouth is all. Mm. What I really need is water. Spanner just texted me. Did he? I saw you tagged on something with style stands. Sorry, I never got back to you. <laughs> oh, now you're important. See? All right. <laughs> so it's a fun. must that we talk shit about Brandon Spano. First I thing. can't, though. I like him. No, no. We got to. We're talking good, shit about him right now. Good natured, <laughs> loving shit talking. All right, fine. He's All right. skinnier now. Who's skinnier here? I. Well, you're skinnier than he is. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, you I'm, always will be. Yeah. You're a skinnier man than he is. <laughs> He's a little thick butt plug of a man. Yes. 